0: This is MJ. I love Tokusatsu, and right now I want to talk about Common Raider 01 episode 34. Is it really only 34? It's amazing. Uh, this is MJ Loves Toku 52. Uh, I really like this episode. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I feel pedantic enough that I want to clarify that these uh, little discussions I do aren't, they're less reviews and they're more analysis because uh, I don't know necessarily what it takes to review, but I do know what it means to analyze, and I have a lot of questions to ask. Uh, about these shows, or, you know, the individual episodes of this show, uh, and particularly this individual episode. But, speaking of this individual episode, let's find out who worked on it. It was written by Masaya Kakahi, who's the secondary writer for Commander Zero-One, and it was directed by Shojiro Nakazawa, who, I, if I remember correctly, he comes mostly from Sentai, or has done a lot of Sentai, but over the last few years, he's been doing more writer. Like, I kind of think uh, Nakazawa did a lot of uh, Lupot, which... And check me if I'm wrong. Or please correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know anymore. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, see, I have that. So I have, uh, as is customary, or, or my new custom, rather, uh, i got a bunch of screen Im- uh, images that you can see if you're watching the video version of this. If you just listen to the audio only, I'll select a few to put on uh, my blog for you to look at as I'm going through. And uh, another thing, just real quick, is that I actually, on Twitter, will put... Um, little clips of the episode, stuff I think is really compelling, uh, pretty much is what I'll, I'll select to keep here, and gosh, I have, I'm not sure what I want to talk about this episode, because there's kind of a lot of things going on, um, there's some quote unquote revelations, so overall, I really like Combinator Zero 01, but I feel like the writing is uneven in some places, and I think some of the things that are uneven is that, uh, and I'll just, you know, I'm going full spoilers here, or whatever, I mean, if you're, if you know the episode, uh, if you've been watching the show, then these things shouldn't be surprising to you. So we find out that Hirobi is a dad type human gear, which we knew, and Arto points us out that uh, Professor Bot—we uh, found out from him when Jin had hacked him or whatever and was controlling him uh, a few like less than ten episodes ago—and uh, so we found out about uh, from this guy that Hirobi was a, a dad human gear, or his base model was a daddy human gear. Uh, which makes sense because, if you remember from early in the show, he was basically trying to raise Jin as his son. Or, you know, he was being fatherly with him in some way. And Aruto brings that up during their fight. He says, weren't you trying to be Jin's dad? You must remember that! But supposedly all of his memories have been deleted and he's been turned into this, you know, murder bot or whatever. Which he marks uh, on the father uh, protecting his son, uh, Koichi is the son, and the dad, I don't know his name, I think Koichi, anyway, uh, Midori tells Koichi to smile, and that's why I remember his name, anyway, he goes, um, the son wants to fight Hirobi off, because he's, you know, destroying their farm, and then, uh, he hits him with a pipe, and Seiji Takawa, who's the suit actor, he, for all, almost all the, like, all but one of the Heisei common Raiders, I think Kuga's, suit actor was a different guy, who I think may have been the suit actor for Kamen Rider Black, but maybe they're different people, I don't know, anyway, um, Sishikawa did all the Heisei era, both, you know, the, uh, post-decade and pre-decade, except for Kuga, he did the suit acting for all those guys, um, <laughs> he also appeared as, like, a, a villain in some shows, which is weird, like, he played, you know, Ghost, <laughs> He played Common Ghost, and then he played, uh, this bad guy in Common Ghost who was on the villain team, and was he the suit actor for the guy when he was, uh, he was the face actor, and then, uh, was he the suit actor, too, for, for the guy? I don't know, but anyway, because he had to be Ghost, right? Anyway, very strange, but also very cool, uh, he's now the action director, or whatever, for Common and he happens to play Hirobi, And, uh, I like the fact that... And this is a total tangent, I'm sorry, I'll get back to it. I like the fact that in his walk, um, his menacing walk, he looks kind of like Kiva, um, and, uh, he no-sells the hit from, uh, the kid with the pipe like he was Wizard Infinity, which I believe Wizard Infinity had a really awesome, uh, scene in his debut where he just, like, gets whacked a bunch and it, it has no effect on him, and Takawa does a great job with that. Anyway, so... Uh, then he's, you know, gonna choke this kid out, and then his dad comes along and, uh, protects him, and Hirobi makes notice of that. So, to me, it's obvious that there is some sort of latent memory in him of being a father, or being fatherly, or of fathers and, and their children. he's like, you are a, you know, pair of progenitor and offspring, aren't you? And then he's gonna kill them. But then... I mean, it reminds me of stuff way back, uh, where, like, Jin is saying, like, oh, the, you know, this is what a family is, right, uh, Hirobi, Like, help me out here. And, uh, Hirobi just wants to lean on the father issues or, like, the familial connections in order to pressure Jin to do whatever he wants him to do. He's like, yeah, parents tell their children what to do and their children comply without question, Jin. That's what you're here for. Um, so... It seems obvious that he... So I guess I'm kind of pointing out a plot hole, but it's less than i pointing out a plot hole, and I'm just curious as to why the writing's inconsistent in this way. Uh, and then we have, you know, a parallel with, you know, supposedly Hirobi's... Uh, and did I mention that uh, um, Hirobi is a base model, so he's based off of uh, the father, Humagear, who raised Aruto after his real dad died? Or, you know, fleshing blood father died, anyway, and he's like, uh, what are the, he didn't, he, they called him like, he did Sereno, or, is, anyway, I need to watch that movie, uh, that he features in, because subs are out for, it now, they've been out for like, two or three weeks, I think, maybe longer, but, anyway, sitting on my phone, but I'll get to it one day, anyway, so, uh, and Tom scenes is not there, I should see that, anyway, um, so, there's memories of that, memories of you, and... Uh, we also have this idea that Fuwa's memories were fake, uh, we know that from last week, uh, they were erased, and he's, uh, given the opportunity, supposedly, to get them back by, uh, Yaiba, and, you know, Yaiba ends up clocking him and then taking him in and freeing Naki, and supposedly, I don't know if she was lying to him saying that he would get his memories back or not, but, uh... Anyway, it brings to mind, it's interesting, if she was lying, that's interesting because I wonder why she would help, especially because the, uh, to, to quote old Luke Skywalker, this or to paraphrase him, this did not end the way I thought it would. And um, I was really surprised by the ending, but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Naki awakens from within Fua, uh, but it's supposed to help Fua get his memories back, maybe, who knows if he will. It's kind of weird that... Supposedly, Hirobi's memories were erased in order for him to become this evil guy, and supposedly Fuwa's memories were erased in order for him to have these bad memories placed in there so that he would hate the human gear and want to destroy them. So, Zaya and the Ark, or not Zaya, Guy and the Ark both erased memories of a dude so that they could turn them into another dude who would act their will out on the world, basically, and... I don't know what to say. I mean, I know the arc was influenced by Matsugai because he basically poisoned it against humanity 12 years ago in order to prove that technology can't be trusted. I just, I don't get the point, man. Um, But that's something for another time, I guess. Uh, I want to, I should move on from here. By the way, I love this, how awkward it is when uh, Hirobi takes Midori hostage, it looks like an awkward dude, uh, putting his arm around a girl, uh, like, in front of her family or friends or something, and, like, they just started dating. Anyway, very strange, but, oh, I I should have had this image of the father and son. Um, anyway, it seems interesting to me that at the very end of the episode, when, uh, Aruto is able to beat Hirobi through his righteous anger for him, you know, killing Midori after he handed over the Ikazuchi information, that, uh, Naki awakens, and it turns out that she is hacking, uh, Metsubo Jinrai, or no, she's part of Metsubo Jinrai, and she's hacking Zai's network, and causing everybody who has a Zai spec to go berserk, and, uh, you know, start attacking other people, and they're acting like they're Magir, and they're saying something like, you know, humans must be destroyed, or humanity must be destroyed, and I find it interesting that she's able to do that once she's released, and... A couple other things. So she was an old style Huma Gear, but she's been put into this new style Huma Gear body. And uh, she's got, you know, like Izu's style, the newer style of the earphones or whatever. The headgear, Huma Gear headgear. And uh, she seems super powerful uh, because she's able to hack the network just like that. And it, it's interesting to me. It makes me wonder all those times where Fua was able to break through, he was able to force these things through. Um, Was that really Naki? And is she, like, secretly the power behind how he was able to do all this stuff so far? Not that he doesn't have the will, whatever, but was some part of him, uh, being able to do all those things, the responsibility of Naki, and will he be able to transform like he was before? Can he use Rampage, Bullet, can he use anything? I don't know, it'll be interesting to see what happens, um, uh, you know, in the next episode and because uh, you know by the end of this one he was completely out of it and, and not in uh, any shape for action but it just kind of brings to mind like to me that's kind of an interesting question who was really responsible for all those things he was able to do was it Naki and was she uh, like captured by a Guy and tucked away into this chip in his head in Fu's head in order to seal her away but also leverage her capabilities so he didn't want her working against him and instead of destroying her, for whatever reason, he decided to use that data and, like, you know, nerf her abilities and then, uh, like, sidestep or, or uh, you know, deflect or, or redirect the energies um, and the abilities that she has in order to create this other ri- uh, rider in order to set up his whole plan for the Raid Risers. Because in the beginning of the episode, he does mention that it's time to move on to the next phase with the Raid Risers, and he sees that when he happily sees the report, or after he happily sees the, receives the report that the Zy Spec sales are up, so I don't know, but then he's confused about the hacking uh, but, you know, wouldn't the Raid Risers be a perfect thing to fight against the, uh, you know, rampaging Zyospec people? I, I don't know, I don't know where the show's going, especially because hopefully this ties it all together. Hirobi at one point tells, um, uh homeboy (laughs) aruto that technology will be humanity's downfall or that technology is driving humans towards extinction and he mentions this i think right after he says that humans are arrogant because they you know capture and trample and poison uh nature and then try to harness it to make their own and like that farm that super technical farm uh, or high-tech farm is like an encapsulation of that or an emblem of that which i thought was a neat idea but at the same time, I thought that farm was a super neat idea because if you could control the humid or like the humidity and the environmental factors like artificially, uh, you could potentially have like a year-round garden, and I think that's really cool. And I don't know enough about horticulture or gardening or whatever to know if people are already doing something like that. It wouldn't surprise me. Because uh, I don't know that Masai Kekahi he is a uh, you know gardening expert, but maybe he is. Uh, but I would think that's just something pulled from real life and kind of you know uh, am- amplified uh, in the show uh, for dramatic effect or for you know to have a really neat thing uh, that they that they talk about. Um, but anyway, uh, if human, if technology is driving humanity towards destruction, towards its destruction, then like, is that the purpose of technology to cause people to die? Because, like I said <laughs> last time, the purpose of, you know, like, machines and, uh, I can't remember what else, the tools, is, like, to cause human flourishing. So, like, obviously it's a flawed ideology, and I don't know, is that the point of the show? Is, uh, Takahashi like, a Luddite? I, I don't think that's possible. Uh, but I guess we're getting, we're getting a heavy dose of the villain's perspective on the show. Uh, but then, you know, we're kind of seeing it proved out, because the Zai specs are being hacked and making people go berserk. And you know, cause destruction, maybe death. I don't. I don't know how far it's gonna get. But people have zai spec all over the place, and if they're all rampaging, then they're you know the odds are pretty high that they'll be able to do some real damage. So, I mean, at the end of the show, or at the end of you know the arc or whatever, you will have had a bunch of people wearing zai specs rampage and go bad and cause all this destruction, and then you will have had. Humagear, which are artificial intelligence, which the Humagear, or like the you know the son Koichi, I think, says that oh with this uh, Zaya spec, I'm I'm leveraging the power of an AI like a Humagear, and you know, so you've got humans who become like Humagears, becoming destructive. You have Humagears, which are artificial intelligence designed to be kind of like humans, becoming destructive. But ultimately, all the source of that is from uh, Amatsu guy poisoning Ark causing arc to do that so is the point to have like really good antivirus software is it to soft pedal on uh because it's not even he got into like the source code man anyway or is it to like soft pedal moving forward and embracing artificial intelligence and what about like the racism uh code that this is all under i like you know accepting people of different races because uh, they seem to accept the human Gear as like a whole another race, like so <laughs> I don't know, is this, they're South Korean migrant workers that are supposed to be represented by uh, by these human Gear? I, I really don't know, I, I can't tell, I don't know where the show is going necessarily necessarily, and uh, I mean, I'm being entertained by it the fights are good and everything, there's lots of fun elements to it, it's just, it's a little confusing as to what the point is, and what it's all saying, because if, at the end of it all the source of the conflict is, uh, a bad person doing bad things for bad reasons, because he's, like, hurt or whatever, then, I don't know, I mean, I know all stories have been told before, but, I don't know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure I'm, uh, I'm pleased, and it's, uh, it's kind of funny, maybe because this is, uh, maybe Yu Takahashi is, like, not venturing far enough from what he did in X-Aid, that, like, I'm kind of seeing the seams, and I'm kind of seeing, uh, like, how he writes, and it's, while it's very effective, you know, maybe you can technically be a great writer, but if you do things that are too similar thematically, or there's too many beats that are similar to, the, to each other, uh, it kind of doesn't work, I don't know, or it can work to a point, uh, because the whole thing with Naki and uh, Fua being this unit that worked together and then at the end she becomes you know she separates from him and becomes a villain kind of reminds me of spoilers for uh x 8 and how emu was able to you know have his power all along how he was able to be uh one of the doctor writers and uh what happened between him and uh, a foe in the show and i wonder if we'll see a similar turn for naki i don't really know Uh, but it is kind of interesting to me. Anyway, one of my favorite things about the show is, like, all the style it has, and they put, uh, Hirobi in front of a sign that warns of danger, uh, like, while he's transforming and stuff, and it's just really cool. Um, and it also has, like, a stop sign next to him, or do not enter danger, and he's standing in front of that while he mentions, and that's, that's pretty cool to me. Uh, I don't know that I have anything else I want to talk about, so I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here, basically. Um, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get out of here, uh, again, I like the show, uh, I don't know where it's going, I don't understand where it's going, uh, but, uh, like, the action was really good, and there are interesting things going on overall, it's just, I don't understand necessarily what any of it all means, but I'm being entertained in the moment, and that's good, although, I am curious, like, Jin pops over here, and he steals the Kazuchi, uh, you know, data or whatever, which supposedly will complete Metsuo Jinrai, um, he seemed like he was going a different path than Hirobi. Uh, and that that was ac- according to Ark's will as well, wasn't it? That's what I thought. That's the impression I got. But things are very vague and unclear. So it's hard to tell where exactly things are going. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I am looking forward to the next episode. But anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Take care, everybody. Um, do you think... Uh, I-, I mean, a closing question. Do you think is Fua like uh, Emu in that he has you a know, bad guy helping him? all along first of all first question you're level one level two does that mean naki's been responsible for all the good things that he's been able to do as far as uh breaching the technology has she kind of helped him to hack those things and him forcing the keys open is like a physical manifestation of what she's been doing on the technological side from within from within him because of the chip in his head because uh, i think that's an interesting angle anyway uh again take care everybody and remember you don't have to shout henshin to be a hero if you enjoyed this, like, comment, and share to help me grow. You can even support me through coffee or Redbubble. Visit mjmonios.com slash podcast to find a variety of my podcasts where I analyze Star Wars, Tokusatsu, comics, and more. You can always chat with me at mj underscore scribe. I'm on Twitter there. And if you visit mjmuneos.com slash support, you can find out about all the ways you can support me and help me to grow and keep on doing this kind of creative work that I enjoy so much.